get ready to grumble! Hello folks, welcome back to Shift Dinner Podcast. Today we're going to have a couple things we're going to talk about. The first one is going to be 7 Reasons Why EMS Providers Flee EMS. I'm sure they could probably come up with more than 7. For the second half of the, the day, we're going to talk about the tornado in Alabama and Georgia and the devastation there and our thoughts on that, so stay tuned. Alright folks, first thing, number one on the list of the 7 Reasons Why EMS Providers Flee This Career first one it shows is career advancement well I, I could definitely say everywhere that I have been career advancement has been uh, virtually non-existent uh, if it's a place that's worth working at you usually have supervisors that have been there 10 15 20 years if it's not the you'll have an influx of supervisors that uh, come and go like you change your underwear I've seen so many new white shirts here recently I don't know who's who yeah, they uh, they don't appear to be engaged with a lot of the employees, and I understand coming in just wanting to make a little more money on the hour, or maybe run no or fewer calls, but it, it doesn't bring. Uh, it's not reassuring to field crews when your supervisors are changing over every two weeks. Yeah, and other than being a a supervisor on a truck or, <clears throat> or excuse me, off off of a truck, either one. There's very little chance of you getting into an office job or anything where you're not going to be lifting, toting, that kind of stuff. I mean, there's occasionally somebody that does, but a lot of times it's the the the, the people that of who you know is how you get up to those positions. Number two on the list is mental health, stress, and anxiety. Well, check, check, and check. We've all got every one of those. Mental health, I mean... A lot of people are not built for this profession, and then they get in here for a couple of years, and they see some dead babies or some, some sort of jacked-up wreck or some old lady dies in a house fire or something, and, and they just they can't handle it. It affects them. Um, of course, I'd say all of us are affected in some way, shape, or another. We just don't uh, outwardly talk about it, or we, we make jokes and things like that. I mean, as, as far as stress goes... I mean, we were just talking about white shirts. There's a big stress. Uh, <laughs> the person on the other end of that radio, that's, uh, yeah. that's big stress. That's, that, that causes me more anger and anxiety than, than any call, really. Yeah, anxiety, that used to be a thing when I was new, you know, like the first year or two. Especially when you first become a paramedic and you don't know what you're doing and you get your feet wet. But now the anxiety comes from when it's time to go home and you don't want to get a late call or yeah. if... Uh, you know, they try to hold you over for some silly reason. But, yeah, mental health, stress, anxiety. That's a big one for a lot of people. They just can't handle that kind of stuff here. Number three on the list, sleep deprivation. I can tell you all about it because uh, it's midnight right now. I'm awake. I don't want to be. Mm-mm. We've been at work for 16 hours. Still got eight more to go. I feel like I have been sleep deprived for the last two decades. I have not had a a regular sleep pattern literally in two decades. I mean, I I don't know what it's like to to sleep in your own bed every night. Every once in a while, you'll take a vacation day or something. You might have a you get just that little hint. Yeah, three or four night stretch where you're not 
up and down and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, most of the time I'm up at 6 in the morning anyway. And I want to go to bed by 9.30 or 10 because I know i got to get up the next day again. So, yeah, so we, you know, we worked a, a 24-hour shift. And we were talking about it in another episode, a previous podcast, about 48-hour shifts. And I just tell you, that, that crap is for the birds. The sleep deprivation in general, it just sucks. I was at my doctor last week, and she asked me uh, how my sleep was. And I said, well, you know, every, thir- every third day I don't get to. And I was like, but when I'm home, I, I sleep great. I, you know, I, I basically crash really hard, and I'm unconscious for a solid 8 to 10 hours, no problem. Um, so I'm just kind of constantly trying to make up for, you know, dragging myself through this shift. Yeah, I don't sleep well at home either because a lot, a lot of it has to do with the weight that I've gained over the years. But... I snore a lot, a lot, and apparently I'm probably going to start develop some sleep apnea and stuff, so I guess a CPAP's in my future, so yeah, sleep deprivation. At least when I'm around, if I notice you go about 30 seconds, I'll just kick you, and, you know. Get is, you that, is that why my side hurts every morning when I leave? <laughs> anyway, number four on this list talks about volunteers and them juggling a paid career along with volunteering on an ambulance. I'll just tell you right now, if I had to work somewhere nine to five or or a seven to seven or a 12 hour shift or something, and then I was gonna go out and run ambulance calls. Forget about that. No. That ain't happening. Uh, I guess that it's, in our area, we don't have volunteer EMS. That's just not a thing. It hasn't been in the, the 20 plus years that I've no. been around this. It may have been in the past and I just didn't know it, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't enjoy this as much as I used to, and they pay me. I couldn't imagine trying to do it volunteering. There's no way. I, no. I mean, I already spend enough time away from my family working my job. You know, if I was even if you work, let's say you worked in a factory for twelve hours a day, do you, yeah. And then you're gonna go home and you're gonna go run ambulance calls. There's no way. I can't imagine just trying to be at my house and just wanting to chill and kick back. When I'm off duty, I'm off duty. There's just you know. Yeah. Short of maybe a plane crashing into downtown, I, I'm 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 not at work. It's it's not my problem. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find a way to get around the plane crash so I can get to do whatever I'm doing. But right, um, suddenly my phone doesn't work. Yeah, when as soon as I leave here, don't even try to call me if it's a work number because ain't happening. Yeah. You can send me a message. I'm gonna look at it, maybe, but I probably ain't gonna respond to it. Yeah. Number five on this list. Yep, that's number five. Is uh, EMS personnel are a target of violence? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's on a daily basis. I mean, how many times do we go for places without law enforcement or fire or anybody to help us out? And, oh, it's just a routine call, no reason to stay. You get there, and then you're hollering for some help. It's every day we hear somebody, you know, needing police out there for somebody who's intoxicated or is just, you know, acting a fool and... It's, are, it's not in our description to, to tussle with these people. Are you Code J? No. That's why I'm asking no. for law enforcement no. after the fact. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. The mental health issue that you've got out here these days, these people flip on you at, not just on a whim. I mean, all these medications that people take or don't take or take too much of. It, it's just, it's bound to happen. You're going to get assaulted by somebody. I mean, if it, if you haven't yet... 
it's going to happen. Statistically, it's coming to you. It, yeah. I don't care where you work, how rural it is. It, it's going to happen one of these days. Crazy's everywhere. Crazy doesn't take any holidays either. Number six on the list talks about the physical toll. Talking about the physical toll it provides uh, or it puts on providers and, and whatnot. I can attest for that. Uh, I definitely, definitely can tell a difference in my body nowadays. The, just sitting in these trucks for 24 hours at a time and lifting and toting and tugging. I mean, yes, stair chairs and power cots, all these things are nice. But, you know, if you don't use them properly, you're going to have issues too. Like, our service says we're not supposed to lift these power cots more than two steps, but then you go on scenes with the fire department and they want they want to carry it up five or six steps just because we got several people. Well, no. No, that's not going to work and we're yeah. not going to be covered if we get yeah. hurt. Yeah, if I get hurt, who's, are they going to pay for it because I was doing something stupid with equipment after I was told to do it a different way? I can tell you right now, my hips and my lower back, they feel it. I have to get a massage about once a month just to be able to, to function with my shoulder. I mean, you look at somebody that's 18, 19 years old, and you look at somebody that's been doing this 10-plus years, they look like they're 40 years older. Yeah, we get pretty creaky, and, and things just hurt all the time. And, you know, I've, I've done as much as I can to remedy it with, you know, weightlifting and different things and just trying to keep myself moving. But I'm still, I mean... Things hurt that didn't hurt 10 or 15 years ago, that's for sure. Amen to that. Last on the list, number seven. I don't know why it's number seven, but it's an odd place to put it. Documentation woes. I don't know about, about everybody else, but the uh, tablets that we use, if you can even call it that, are absolute junk. The program's not so bad, but the tablet is... It's, it's like the... If you go to a cell phone store and you buy a cell phone they're like hey you get this tablet for free this is the kind of thing that you're getting i mean it's just complete junk it doesn't have enough storage or or memory or, or whatever it takes to run these programs i mean we're not running videos and stuff this is just text type stuff it shouldn't be so freaking slow it shouldn't lock up all the time i don't i don't understand i i miss paper tickets I never thought I would say that when I was writing paper tickets, but I despise some of these programs. Yeah, a uh, paper ticket never made me, you know, want to pull my hair out or, you know, frisbee it across the room. No, I never tried to, to like, take a paper ticket and beat it against the dash or anything. It never made me that mad because you could just uh, draw a line through it and keep going. You know, paper ticket doesn't lock up on you. You can just keep on typing or, or, excuse me, writing. You can put all your information in without having to sit there and restart the piece of paper. But anyway, this concludes the seven reasons why EMS providers flee EMS. Stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. So for the second part of the, of the podcast, we're going to talk about the uh, devastating tornado that they had down in Alabama a few days ago. Uh, the, the death toll at this point is 23 dead. Uh, it was an EF4 tornado, and supposedly these people had like a 12-minute warning before it hit. Uh, they act like that's a lot of time, but to me, 12 minutes before this giant cloud of death comes through, I mean, 
what can you do in 12 minutes? I mean, if you're in a single wide trailer in a trailer park. Yeah, I don't think the people in that area had any kind of options as far as shelter anyhow. I mean, most places, you know, you don't have basements. You don't have, you know, these underground shelters. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know these uh, warning times have probably improved, but it doesn't seem like a whole lot to, to you know, grab your kids, grab your wife, and, and get even in the bathtub or in the hallway or wherever you got to go. Yeah, but I mean, look at most like the single wide, double wide trailer. The bathtub's made out of fiberglass. I mean, it's not like yeah. it's a big cast iron thing or something. I mean, you're 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 in trouble. Yeah, those places just get tossed like like nothing. I mean, even if you're in a regular house with an EF four, if you don't have a basement, you're in trouble. I think that's when they say you uh, bend over and kiss your butt goodbye. Have you ever worked any uh, tornadoes in your career, Morton? We have not seen um, actual funnel cloud, but we had straight line winds that came through in 2011. They studied it for a little while because they thought maybe it was a tornado. They thought maybe it was an EF1 that actually came mm. across my parents' property. But uh, yeah, I mean, it tore out trees. It, it, you know, trees on roofs. One car got tipped over. I mean, it was it were was you, scary. Were you working during that or no? Uh, no, that's when I was staying with my grandmother. Oh, good for you. Yes, I, I've been to the aftermath of tornadoes. Uh, I went. And do some cleanup and stuff it is something to see i mean it is amazing what some wind will do i mean just to to trees i mean huge trees just ripping them out of the ground and throwing them everywhere and it's just a few minutes yeah and it's 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 in it's it's in and it's gone within a couple of minutes and just devastation i mean just absolute devastation luckily i have never worked uh during that kind of stuff at least not in the area that i've been around i mean there may have been 20 or 30 40 miles away but not right on top of us so i've not had to experience that kind of mass casualty call thank goodness but uh i know a lot of people that have so keep the people in alabama in your thoughts and prayers there and uh hopefully that death toll doesn't rise anymore So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Morton for being here with me again. Uh, shout out to Kevin at Kevin's Podcast Show. He is my favorite podcast, not just because he's my buddy. Kevin's Podcast Show is available on everything that you're listening to me on, so uh, check him out. It's good stuff. Also, I want to give a big th- shout out and thank you to Anchor Podcast for making this super duper easy and free and uh, paying me. So until then, see you guys.